Beloved Master, I'm learning to receive you more totally just by watching you, your stillness, your awareness, your gaze, your hands. Please, beloved, could you talk about the Buddha transmission, the Dharma transmission? My soul and body are happy, close to you, totally content. When you talked about the happiness of the Buddha, I feel that happiness, a happiness without any reason, and therefore deeper and much lighter. Thank you, beloved, with love, Deepak. The whole teaching of the Guru, of the Master, of the Buddha, is to bring you more awareness so you can stop all your mental activity, your restlessness, to become more present, to ask yourself, how am I living? What am I doing with my life? Hmm? So when this has been touched by the Guru, and you start falling into that peace, which is satsang or being together, then of course a whole new dimension of your being is coming forth something you've been missing your whole life, for lifetimes, because you never stop. But now there is a calling. It's a calling to peace, to rest, to awareness, to beingness. Then when you have found that, or recognized that in yourself, by being with the Master, of course, then, out of that awareness, you can start just observing. Because, like I said many times, it's not about the words. The Guru is the teaching. So by watching, observing, feeling, sensing, falling in tune, that's the whole mission, the whole work of the disciple, just to be in harmony. First, how can you be in harmony with the Master if you are not in harmony with yourself? That is the whole sadhana. And you have to do an effort, you have to do a commitment to yourself, so this harmony can happen. You can allow it. Because out of that, of course, you will change. Because you will not function like a robot anymore. So you have to, the work of the disciple is just to be more and more harmonious, receptive, present, 
Please, beloved, could you talk about the Buddha transmission or the Dharma transmission? The Buddha is first, is very difficult, very hard in this life to come by an awake being, a guru, a master, a Buddha. But even then, you can easily miss. You have to be available. So, that transmission happens by itself if you are empty, receptive, open. Because this is the nature of love, of existence, of the master to give. Because it's so much. It's like the rain. Then it depends on you if you have an umbrella over you. Then you won't feel the rain. It depends on you if you are closed. If you are closed by your own ideas, your mind, your conditioning, your projections, your fears, your worries, then you cannot receive because you have a lid. You are not open. You are not available. So this is what I have seen by doing what I'm doing, is that true love, that happens by itself. If there is no love, then people can talk about the truth forever. They can do meditation forever. But there is no receptivity because the heart is not with you. Then even meditation becomes a doing. But out of your inner experience, your understanding with an open heart, then it just happens. And that is real meditation. That's what I call meditation. It's effortless. But the heart has to be content. It has to be touched. Could you talk about the Buddha transmission or Dharma transmission? That transmission is always available around the Guru. The whole question is, are you available? That's the whole question. That transmission happens by itself when you are in harmony. And the more available you are, the more you are out of your own way as a personality, as an ego, the more thirsty, the more understanding, the more mature you are as a spiritual being, the more you can drink. That's what Jesus is saying, drink me, eat me. This is exactly what he means. That is the Dharma transmission, the Buddha transmission. Eat me, drink me. But if you are not hungry, if you are only hungry after the ways of the world, 
worry about money, running after sex, ambitions, doing, image, the things, then you don't have any thirst for the real. And that's where it is at in the world now. People are thirsty, they are hungry, but only for materialistic things. Then they forget the real diamond, the real gold. So, finding that inner gold, that inner diamond, that inner peace, that inner royal self, then nothing in this world can tempt you. Because you have something that is so nourishing that all seeking, all longing, all desires stops, it ends. That is what the Buddhas want to transmit. That is something more to life. So that transmission is available here. But the whole question, how available are you? How much are you here and now in this moment? Because it's only in this moment that transmission happens. You have to get that click of being present, empty, available. It's kind of two disciplines. One discipline can come from the ego, from the mind as such. It's like it's the discipline of yoga or doing. That's what I call the yoga syndrome. Nothing wrong with that because many people have to do that. It's a struggling. You have to use your willpower, your mind, because the mind is very strong. So slowly, slowly, you start using your mind in positive ways, disciplining yourself. Then there is another way that comes from the heart. Then it's just an understanding. It's an under deep understanding in your own inner being that this is how it is. And when that is ignited, it becomes much more effortless. There is no more struggle there because you understand. Then it's more an awareness. Because the habits, the thoughts, the desires, the dreams, the worries will still come. But you have to be on guard. This is just the habit of the mind. Can you talk about the Buddha transmission or Dharma transmission? Yes, another thing with that is that first, of course, you need the Buddha, you need a vehicle of light, of the truth, of love. That is a must. 
to get the transmission. Then second, you have to have a disciple. So to find an awakened human being is very difficult. It's very few. When you look at how many billions on this planet, it's very rare. And then, again, to find a disciple is very rare. Again, look at the world. Who is interested? Who is really thirsty? Who is really a seeker after enlightenment, peace, freedom? So if these two things happen, that you have a awakened one, a Buddha, a guru, and you have a disciple, somebody who is receptive, thirsty, longing, understanding, wise, then only this transmission can happen. I will read you something that my master said, Osho said, a disciple means one who is centered, humble, receptive, open, ready, alert, waiting, prayerful, waiting, prayerful for the master. The master in all the scriptures is very, very important. Absolutely important. Because only when you are in close of a being who is centered, your own centering will happen. That is the meaning of satsang. You have heard the word satsang, but most of the time is totally wrongly used. Osho is saying this because satsang in India is just, you go to any meeting, they talk about the scriptures, the truth, the sutras. But the vehicle is not of light. The one who is talking is not enlightened. So satsang means to be close to someone who has that consciousness, that light. Only then it can ignite your inner light. Satsang means in close contact of being with the truth. It means near the truth. It means near a master who has become one with the truth. Just being near him, open, receptive, waiting. If your waiting has become deep, intense, then a deep communion will happen. This deep communion can only happen if your mind is gone. If your projections, your barriers, your walls, your ideas, if that is gone, you are just a hollow bamboo, available, receptive, thirsty. 
If your waiting has become deep, intense, then a deep communion will happen. The master is not going to do anything. He is simply there, available. If you are open, he will flow within you. This flowing, this harmony is called satsang. With the master, with the guru, you need not learn anything else. If you can learn satsang, that is enough. And some of you know that. That is the whole teaching. Just being present with the guru. Something starts creeping into you, entering you, fulfilling your thirst, your restlessness, taking away your worries. That is satsang. Nobody is doing anything. The master is just present. The more you become present, that's why I say it's like a love affair. The more you become in tune with your lover, the more you become one. That's why they say that the guru-master relationship, the love affair, is the deepest love affair. It is the highest love affair. It's uncomparable. Is that what everybody is seeking with the other? But as long as there is two, there is two bodies, there is always also conflict. With the master, you need not learn anything else. If you can learn satsang, that is enough. If you can just be near him, without asking, without thinking, without any arguing, just being present, available, so the being of the master can start flow into you. And being can flow. It is already flowing. Whenever a person achieves integrity, his being becomes like a radiation, like a sun. He's flowing. Whether you are there to receive it or not, that is not the point. He still flows like a river. If you are empty, like a vessel, ready, open, available, he can flow in you. It all depends on you. A disciple means one who is ready to receive This is the meaning of the word satsang.
Et c'est là où faire.